Have no fear of missing out. The show's about FOMO. Your host is Brian Franzo. I'll tell you what you don't know. And now, your host, iSocial Fans. Welcome back to another episode of FOMO Fans. My name is Brian Fanzo, and we are back for another episode. It is episode number 62. Thank you guys for tuning in. You might be watching this on Facebook Live or Periscope or Twitter or Instagram Live, or maybe you're just consuming it like a traditional podcast in any of the podcast players from iTunes to Spotify to uh, iHeartRadio to even your Amazon Echo, if you check, look out for FOMO fans and your Amazon Echo, you can get that and subscribe to this podcast inside of the Amazon Echo. So I am using Wirecast is the technology that I'm using to broadcast this everywhere. I then strip the audio out and publish it out there as a podcast form. For those that have been listening for a long time, you know that. This is a no-brainer. Thank you guys for joining in here live. I am, if you're watching live, I'm wearing a cool hat that I got from the SAP Next Generation um, uh, environment there at SAP. So shout out to SAP. They're doing a lot of fun things with millennial and Gen Z employees. You also might know, I have noticed I have a crazy sunburn. And f- just to explain the sunburn for those that are, are, are listening, um, I got to go sailing on Friday at the Sailing and Leadership Forum. And I'll talk about that more in detail. But I had sunglasses on and I was down at the water in St. Pete Beach, Florida. And it literally looks like I still have my sunglasses on. My From about my cheekbone down is sunburnt. Both of my shoulders are sunburnt. Um, and yes, that sunburn in February. And my it was my own problem. Really, the problem was that um, it was February and I forgot that the sun is still hot in Florida in February. Oops, I'm paying for it a little bit now, but such is life. Uh, you can deal with a sunburnt nose. But a lot of what I want to talk about this episode is actually built on what I learned last week or, or really what I was talking to different audiences about. And it was one of my best weeks I've had in speaking in a long, long time, maybe my best week ever. And it wasn't because it was the biggest stages or the coolest brands in the world, but I believe it was it was an opportunity to talk to very unique audiences to understand their pain points, to understand what role digital plays in their lives, but also kind of take it to the next level and say, you know, what does this mean for them? What what can what can I do to truly move the needle? Those of you that know, you know, when I when I get hired to speak with a brand, I like to research what the what what the audience is thinking about, what the audience pain points are, what the event organizer's success looks like, what does it success look like for the organizer. And so last week I had three very unique audiences, and you guys will look like this. I went from the Training and Learning Development Conference to the Paintball Distributor Conference by GI Sports to the U.S. Sailing Leadership Forum. So put this in perspective, it was learning education, it was paintball owners, paintball distributors, paintball product, and then the entire sailing community under the U.S. uh, Sailing Leadership Group. And I talked about a little bit different topics across all three, but ultimately it was about digital change, about embracing a millennial mindset, 
and ultimately understanding the role of storytelling and digital. And the feedback I got after I got off stage was amazing. And, and so much of what people, what resonated with people um, is really what I want to talk about now and really what I want to talk about why this was such a, a, a big deal to me and what I thought was really interesting for, that we can all learn from in this environment because it doesn't matter, in my opinion, what your brand is, who your brand is, what your audience is, where things are going to go. Uh, it, it really depends on, you have to think about each place. Where does digital help me? Where does digital make sense? And I will tell you, uh, the title of this episode or the title that I have for the live stream right now is The Secret to Get Great Digital Storytelling. And the secret is pretty simple in my opinion, but I'm going to talk about examples of how you can actually implement it and things that I learned this week at, at these uh, three different events. The secret to great story, digital storytelling, wait for it, are you guys ready? Are we ready? All right. Is relatability. Relatability. Now, if you follow me on Facebook, I was actually trying to figure out if relatability is a word. Apparently, it's in a lot of dictionaries, not in the Webster's Dictionary yet, which is why I get autocorrected on every slide deck and, and when I text out that, that term. But relatability, in my opinion, is the, future, is the key to future of marketing, but it's important for digital storytelling. And I'm going to talk about what this means and, and why this really jumped out at me at this event. Because you know, working with a training learning development community, working with the paintballers that have paintball businesses around the United States and that are going through kind of an up, up and down area, working with a sailing leadership environment where the sailing leadership group is getting, sailing as a whole is getting disrupted by kite surfing and some of these other things that are going on, while at the same time they're trying to relate with the new generation and keep old sailors to inspire new sailing uh, groups. But one of the things that I, I really wanted to talk about is you know digital change. When I talk about digital change, I usually get people to roll their eyes. But whenever I set the stage by actually bringing this to them in a way that makes sense, it's amazing how much the buy-in is taken off. And this is where relatability comes in because here's the thing. I am not a training and learning development professional. I do not own a paintball store or am a paintball expert. And believe it or not, I went sailing on Friday for probably the first time in, in 20 years and I am not a sailor, I am not a sailing expert. But being able to relate my message, being able to relate the pain points to something that the audience understands, and then ultimately being able to connect all of these dots so people understand that I'm not trying to force change upon them. I'm not telling them that digital will solve all of their problems, but ultimately I understand I can relate. I can share stories that are similar. I can link things to the snowboarding industry or maybe in the paintballing space, I can relate it to the hockey industry. And so this is something that I really think that that you as a as a digital consumer, maybe you create content, maybe you, you host your own podcast, maybe you, you're an entrepreneur, maybe you work as a manager and you're trying to tell your story in this digital world. Here, here's some things that I want to make sure that I hit home. I believe everyone has a story to tell. I don't care if you're an introvert, an extrovert. I don't care if you like being behind the scenes. I don't like if you're a self-promoter and you like being in front of the scenes. I believe everyone has a story to tell. The key here is how do you connect your story and how do you find a place to share your story? And so one of the examples I want to give you, and I see Rob in the, in the Facebook Live is like, okay, Brian, enough of that preaching. I want you to give me an example. 
one of the things, and, th and this was at the sailing leadership environment, right? Every person that came up to me and was telling me about sailing, they told me about, you know, their passion for the in the sport, how long they've been sailing, why they got into sailing, their their grandfather inspired them, or their mom bought them their first boat, or they, they, they loved being on the water and they wanted to find a career in that space. All of these people were telling me these amazing, compelling stories that were blowing me away. And yet when I did my research on the sailing community and understanding what, how they were marketing themselves and how they were using social media or even how these individual yacht clubs were, were marketing themselves online, all majority of them were saying, hey, this is what we do. This is sailing. We go sailing. Here's our, our championship trophy. Here are the best people in our, in our sport. Hey, we got a new boat. You know, and it was very similar in the paintball space. Hey, these are our new paintball markers. Um, we have a brand new package on sale for paintball. But here's the, here's the thing that I, I, I wanted to break down to everyone, and, and here's the perfect example. If you are unable to relate your story that people to, to – Two people that don't understand your lingo, that are not part of your industry, you will never grow your sport, you will never grow your business outside of your community. Think about it. In paintball, a lot of what they were talking about was um, soft paintball versus hard paintball and the fact that they were bringing kids in with Nerf paintball and they were doing all of these things. But the funny part was for me as an outsider, I'm like, guys, this still doesn't matter to me. You might you might talk about these different types of paintballs and some that break easier than others and, and some that don't hurt as much and you're trying to get over this this really this first impression that paintballing hurts. One of the things that, that we wanted to break this down was stop talking about the paintballs itself Start talking about the experience that you provide. You know, when I when I talk to the paintball paintball owners, they would be like, Brian, I own you know 200 acres in Milwaukee, and I allow people to come on there, and and these people come on with their their business partners and their friends and their associates, and they get to shoot people for for an hour, and and they get to disconnect from their phone, and they get to try things out, and they get to um, you know really you know in, invest in themselves. They get to learn a little bit about themselves. It's also you know an athletic workout, and I'm. The whole time I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. Why are you not telling that in digital? And here's where I think the breakoff comes from. And I talk about this on stage and a lot. If anyone here has been in sales or has somebody that they know is in sales or connected with people that are in the sales space, I think we've all heard the term that like everyone sells. And often the only reason I learned to golf was because my dad told me business was done on the golf course. And you should, Brian, you should be, you should learn golfing because that's where business is done. And here's the question I want everyone to, ask, to, to think about right now. Right now, as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to think about this. Where is the place where you sell the best? Where do you sell your services, your product? What, you know, if you're a B2B company, where do you connect with those new partners the best? Where is that? And my guess is it's somewhere where you're able to connect with people at a deeper level. You're able to build a relationship and tell a story. Maybe you talk about you know, being a parent. Maybe you talk about your purpose and passion. Maybe you talk about your side hobby or your side hustle. Maybe you share an interest because you like the same craft beer. I'm, I'm a big craft beer fan, right? But here's the interesting thing. What you do offline that really works we, when we go to move it online, we strip out all of the things that work and we just start broadcasting crap at people. We start telling a story and says, why we are great, why we are better than you. We are an elite organization. Paintballing is great. The only reason paintballing is uh, not taking off in, in, in America is because kids are lazy and, and today's generation wants to be on their phone. I'm calling complete crap on that. And not only am I calling crap on that, but I'm going to give you some stats on that as well because here's the thing that's interesting is that 
of individuals under the age of 35 years old are looking for more experiences offline. They want to find new ways to create new experiences in the 3D world. And so this is something I talk a lot about a lot, and it, it usually gets a, a chuckle from the audience, but I, wanna, I want you to think about this from how it relates to your business, is that I, I always say if you suck offline, you're going to suck online. You're going to suck on live stream. You're going to, you're going to, and, and here's the, here's the interesting thing. Whatever you do really well offline, it's time for us to bring that online. And relatability is the key. And what I mean by relatability is I might not connect with you as a sailor. I might not understand who you are because you like sailing. But the funny part about that is I'm giving this speech to a couple hundred um, sailors and they got, I got a little heckling from the back of the crowd about the New England Patriots, which, you know, Shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles for beat, to doing what my Pittsburgh Steelers can't do, which is beat the New England Patriots and Tom Brady's. If everyone, um, that if you're a, a Patriots fan, um, just go back and look at all of your other trophies. I, I don't really feel too bad for Patriots fans. They got plenty of recent success. Uh, it's it, Congrats to the Eagles. But I was getting heckled at this sailing event, and it wasn't really heckled, but someone's like, oh, you know, what about Patriots fans, Brian? I was like, well, you know, you're welcome for James Harrison. But the interesting thing was that person came up to me after I got off stage, and we started talking about the Steelers and, and the NFL and, and Tom Brady, and we, we were connecting this really deep level. And then I started asking him about sailing and how he talked about sailing online. And I asked him plain and simple, hey, do you talk about your love for the New England Patriots um, within your, you know, outside of your organization? When you go to different groups or clubs, uh, if you go to the bar and you're, you're talking to people, um, do you talk to them, you know, once you're talking to them and relate with them about sports, do you tell them about your passion for sailing, right? And this is one of the things that I, I think, and I, it's funny, we have, we have a couple people that were there at the Sailing Leadership Forum, so shout out, thanks guys for jumping in. But this is one of the things, you know, and I, I know everybody in New England's a day of mourning, everyone in Philadelphia, they're either arrested or are probably drunk somewhere today, so I know there's a very interesting audience to re, re, talk to, but what we're, this is where I want relatability through your stories, through your passions, through what you talk about, is where we connect in a digital world. In the digital world, when you're, when you're, you know, one of the things I love hearing from Brian, Brian, you know, hey, I want to stand out from the noise, but I'm doing, you're doing exactly what Gary Vaynerchuk tells me to do, but yet nobody knows who I am and I'm not able to stand out because guess what? You're the exhaust of Gary Vaynerchuk. You, you have to figure out what, what is relatable about your story, who you are, right? I talk about ADHD. I talk about my, I love tattoos. I'm a Pittsburgh sports diehard fan. I'm a dad of three girls. Uh, I love traveling. I, I slightly have an addiction to Diet Coke and Monster Energy Drink, but I'm, I'm trying to get on this Hint Water cue. But here's the funny part is I share all of these things that might not sound like it has to do with a brand that's going to hire me to speak, but it does because now people start to connect with me at a much more granular human level. They start to share interest. They start to care a little bit more. And this is where it's funny because building relationships take a lot longer online than offline for one simple reason. We do not invest the same time or do we share the same amount of information about ourselves 
online like we do offline. The reason you're able to build a relationship offline faster than online, for the most part, is because you're more transparent, you're more vulnerable, you're more open to sharing who you are, you're less salesy, you're not in people's face, and all of a sudden, you become that person that, that people want to, to, to do business with. The amount of times that, I, and this is one of my favorite things, if I care about somebody so much and their hobbies and interests, and they reply, I get this email every once in a while, and the email simply says, Brian, I love what you're doing. I love that we share these interests. How can I work with you? Now, that is a goal I believe everyone can embrace. And so if you're in sailing, you're in paintball, maybe you're in the training, learning, development, and you're thinking, well, how do I go out? How do I broaden my sport? How do I connect with these digital natives? How do I, how do I you know, if I'm not on Snapchat, how do I get in front of the Snapchat type audience? Here's the secret. You don't focus on what you aren't are or where you aren't at, but ultimately you break things down, right? And people do want to hear from people. Here's, the, here's breaking news. Nobody trusts a brand. Nobody trusts a logo. Nobody trusts an association. We trust the people that make up the association. We trust the people that are part of an organization. And so when someone tells me, and, th and I heard this at the sailing event before my presentation, I said, Brian, sailing is hurting because sailing, U.S. sailing is not doing a great job marketing our sport, and U.S. sailing needs to change. And then I looked them straight in the eye, and I said, well, what are you doing to market to your community? How are you an evangelist for your sport? How are you taking it outside of your walls, inside of your marina, inside of your yacht club? And the interesting thing, he looked at me and was like, well, I guess I'm not. And I was like, okay, so if we're going to blame the brand and the logo, but we, we don't trust brands and logos to begin with, how do we grow our community online? How do we tell our digital story? How do we, how do we broaden the, the industry or the business or the association? I think it's, the answer is video. I think it's looking people in their digital eyeballs. And I believe it starts by empowering people to tell stories. We cannot, we cannot relate with a brand. We cannot relate with a logo. But we can relate with the, the head of communication or the, 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 the intern that you've hired. Or we can relate with people at a granular level. But relatability is not as simple as saying, hey, I like the Steelers. Now buy my crap. Relatability comes through sharing what you're, per what you're passionate about. It comes with listening. Here's the, here's the crazy part. When people after the selling uh, keynote, they said, Brian, how did you know so much about our community? How, do, how are you able to really dial in? Well, I asked the right questions. The team over there um, at the U.S. sailing uh, community, shout out to, to Katie and Dan and Josh and, uh, and the CEO, Jack. Um, they, they really were opened up to me. And, and how cool is this? You know, I wear a backwards hat on stage, right? And before I went on stage, uh, the CEO of the Sailing Leadership Forum was introducing me and he went on stage uh, and he put a hat on backwards and he introduced me with his hat on backwards and when I went over to shake his hand just before I'm starting my keynote he's like Brian I just want you to know I believe in you I know my community needs this message go rock it and 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 that's because he was able to relate with me we were able to to connect at a much deeper level he would not have been able to do that if all he knew about me was I was a keynote speaker a podcaster I talked really fast and I was kind of annoying and and um, you know and I like to share a bunch of stuff that is way too transparent 
if, if, if I had only talked about what I did, if we had only connected at a kind of a logo type level, and yes, iSocial fans, this podcast has a logo, there is no way we would have, we would have had that bond, we would have had that relationship for him to want to do that. And so relatability is what I want people to focus on. The other piece of this relatability is you have to remember that perfection is a fairy tale. Control is an illusion. And if you want to use digital to tell your story, you must first actually have a story. You must be able to tell who you are, why you do what you do, how you impact others. What problems do you solve as an entrepreneur, as a business owner? Yes, this is the, this is the interesting thing. If you do not care about the other person by listening and sharing things, why the hell would they ever care about you? Why the hell would they take the time to research who you are, what you are about? The reason I love live video, the reason I record this podcast live every single week is because I love being able to tell people, hey, I am real, I am live, this is what happens on my podcast, this is not edited, this is not scripted, I know I talk fast, just don't listen to my podcast at one and a half X. Yes, I talk with my hands, but here's the thing, this is, this is an authentic window into who I am. Now, you might not like me, you might not trust me, you hate that I wear Steelers clothes, you might, you hate that I have a crazy background behind me, but here's the interesting thing, whenever you figure out how to be relatable, the people that you want to work with are gonna be there for you. The people that don't match your business, the people that you waste your time chasing on these ridiculous leads and these stupid email scams, they're gonna go away. I really believe when we do lead generation and we make people put their email address into something to download it and then we email them about something completely different than what they downloaded, that is the worst thing we can do because not only is it not relatable, but it shows that we're not listening and we don't really care about them. And so another example to kind of take this kind of over the finish line here is that when we're thinking about relatability, what we really have to think about is not how do I connect with that person at the end of the line, right? For everybody that was in the sailing community, they're like, well, Brian, I'm not connected with millennials or Gen Zs. I don't have people that are outside the sport. Here's what you do. Here's what we have to think about. How can I turn my fans into customers? How can I turn my customers into ambassadors of my sport, ambassadors of my brand? How can I take these ambassadors and empower them to be my evangelists? The reason I believe everyone has a story to tell, the reason I believe be yourself is so important online as it is offline, is because here's the, here's the craziest part. Here's, here's the fun part. I see some of my, my favorite people from uh, Instagram and Facebook that are jumping on. They do a great job. When you be yourself, one of the greatest compliments that I can get is like, damn, Brian, you are the same person offline as you are online. Because guess what? I would not be able to do the amount of content, the amount of live video, the amount of podcasting, the amount of speaking, the amount of business, the amount of emails that I do if I had to fake who I was online. And here's the, here's the, the hard truth. I believe brands that are not empowering their employees, brands that are not going and using live video to tell their story, and leaders that are not putting themselves out there to be more vulnerable, the reason is is because they're faking it. They're afraid of getting exposed. 
And in 2018 and beyond, if you are faking it, if you are not relatable, if you cannot get from out from behind your logo, if you cannot start connecting with people at a human level, your business will fail, you as a leader will fail. And it's a bold statement, but I know it's true because if you are not able to think about digital the same way that you do offline, you will never grow, you will never connect with those that have their heads stuck in the phone. And as we become more digital, as artificial intelligence starts to be integrated, we're to start to be able to get more data, more insights into who people are, what they are about. And if you are faking it till you make it, artificial intelligence is going to expose you. We're going to start getting data and insights to realize that you don't do what you do. You don't have a million dollar business. You just rent those cars that you have behind you in that picture. You know, hey, your brand might be around for 70 years, but here's the thing. If your brand doesn't relate with the people today, it doesn't matter what your business did 70 years ago. They're about to be out of business tomorrow. And so I look at this and it's a simple phrase relatability and I'm going to challenge every FOMO fans in the community everyone that's listening to this podcast do me a favor share this episode with people that are in your community that are in your business that are in your line your managers and ask them how are you being relatable online because if all you have is a Facebook page and a website and then you, you worry about all of your offline relationships the amount of times people tell me Brian well you know the relationships I build are with the phone I'm like well do you call the people that you connect with um, online on the phone they're like no I, I email them well so that's funny you do you you build your relationships but via the phone but the only people you're willing to call and engage and spend that time with are the people that you connect with offline does anybody else see a disconnect here does anybody else understand that it is not about online versus offline it is not about one marketing department, one storyteller. The, 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 to grow a community, to build your business, it is much more than one person because everyone has a story. Now, you might not like video. You might not like podcasting. Maybe you like blogging. Maybe you like going to your you know, local communities because here's the other thing I thought was really interesting. The most successful paintball park right now in America is in Los Angeles and San Diego. And when, when someone asked them about why they were so successful, they started talking about influencer marketing and they bring celebrities to this Los Angeles paintball park, which is a pretty amazing paintball park. They talked about how, how much they value social media and they created a membership site online but you know what was interesting I asked the other the owner I said well what else do you do he said well we go door to door we go door to door in different neighborhoods that we think our paintball park would be really good for we sponsor local baseball teams we sponsor the 5k run even though none of us run we know that these are people that that, that like our sport and we just we, we might not reach them in our normal sphere of influence we might not reach them with our social media or our digital but we can take that same approach which is telling our story and connecting with people by going to a 4k race by going to an environment to doing all these things and holy crap they're the most successful freaking paintball park because guess what they can relate with people online and offline they do not treat the two as two different places so I know I'm fired up I, it seems like I'm always fired up on this podcast but I want I want you to start really thinking about how am I relatable think about your favorite brands think about the last purchase you made my guess is the reason you made that purchase is because a friend has that product you heard about it through a friend a trusted resource maybe an influencer that you look up to maybe a youtuber that you follow maybe your mom talked about how great that crock pot was and you bought the crock pot even though crock pots are a little bit you know uh, you, you know uh, have an issue right now because of the this is us TV show but what I want you to think about is 
the people that inspire you to make a decision, the products that you buy online, the digital decisions you make in this world on the digital space is because you can relate with those people. Those people you know understand your pain points. I will never buy a car because of a Super Bowl ad because the people in the Super Bowl ad do not relate with me. They do not have three kids like I do. They do not know what Cheerios are like in the back seat. But if I find a YouTuber or a friend that has had four or five different vehicles and they ha they're a parent and they look like me and they can relate with me and they share their story online, that is somebody that's going to influence me to make it a purchasing decision that is someone that's going to push me over the next over the over the end line guys relatability requires vulnerability requires authenticity a little bit of transparency where you feel it's important but ultimately it requires you to put yourself out there and invest the same amount of time you do building offline relationships as you do online but also being as real and as much of yourself online as you do offline. I will challenge everyone out there, and me included. The way that I get most of my speaking gigs is by speaking at an event. When someone watches me speak, more than likely someone in that audience is gonna hire me, but there must be a shortcoming when I come online because I do a lot of things online, but I must not be, I must not be influencing them or inspiring them to that same level. And so I'm gonna work on this myself. And I want to give a shout out and love to the learning development community, the paintball community, and the sailing community because they hired somebody from the outside, myself. They brought, they paid for me to come in and speak at their event. They, they knew that I, I didn't know everything about their sport, or, but they knew that they, they trusted in me that I could relate my message to their problems, relate my message to their success. Ultimately, this is the goal. It's to shrink the distance between our human interaction. Do not use social media or digital to distance yourself from people. That's what we've been doing for too long. We are now coming full circle, and it comes down to this. How can we use digital to, to share and connect the same way we do offline? Because if you do it, if you press the damn button and you start telling your story, your message will scale, your business will be more successful, you'll be able to reach more people, and ultimately, you'll be able to prioritize more things in life. Because offline relationships are great, but they don't scale like the digital world. And you're not able to reach the world because I've, I say this all the time. I believe we're living in the greatest times. It does not matter who you are, what your background is, where you live. If you are willing to be vulnerable, if you are willing to share your story, to let people into what you all are all about, you have the ability to connect with people that are like you, that share your interest, that share your passions, and ultimately, together, we're going to move the needle. We, we is greater than me. It's one of my presentations I give. But before we can be a great we, we must invest in telling our story to be a great me. Because once we start being relatable, we start connecting ourselves with the people around us, that's when the magic starts happening. Relatability is the secret to great digital storytelling. I'm going to take my sunburnt self, go put some aloe on. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of FOMO Fans, episode 62. I do have some fun things in the works for you. Next week, I will be at a Google startup event, then at the National Speakers Association event. The following week, I will be in Phoenix, Arizona for the Digital Summit Series. And the week after that, I will be at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego, California. My speaking calendar is starting to... to to build out. I'm beyond excited to go to these new places and, and speak to these different environments because my goal is to bring you guys in the circle, tell you what I learn, share with you, and ultimately bring you on that journey. So make sure you're following me 
Instagram and Snapchat, iSocial fans. I'm iSocial fans on every social network that exists. Do me a favor. Make it a great day. Do something today that makes you more relatable as it'll make your, system, your, make your business more successful tomorrow. My name is Brian Fanzo. Cheers.